You're listening to DraftKings Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Cooligans and Underdogs Women's World Cup Special. Let's this is the, go. The, a collab, the first of its kind. Uh, we're absolutely uh, thrilled uh, to be uh, working with these gentlemen that I'm about mm. to introduce you. Part of the Metalark family. That's right. We're, we're all holding hands. It's a yeah. kumbaya <laughs> moment. Right? We're excited about uh, these guys. Uh, the, the hosts of the Underdogs podcast, Jordan Brenner and Peter Keating. What's up, Let's gentlemen? Go. How's it going? Today, we're going to be focusing on the Women's World Cup and uh, look. The, the Cooligans, everybody knows. Uh, we're, we're the jokesters. We're the comedians. Yeah. Uh, but Everybody com- knows we often talk about sports, statistically speaking. You know? <laughs> okay. It's a big thing for us. Analytics and data, not really yeah. our thing. I, I like, I'm a, I'm a fan of a good uh, I'm a fan of, an, of analysis as long as I don't have to do it. <laughs> okay. I think but, that's a big thing you know, for I, me. I've been around the spreadsheet from yeah. time to time. Okay. <laughs> you know? I, so I know, yeah. what, I know what I'm doing. But uh, when it comes to uh, betting and, and uh, obviously betting on DraftKings... Uh, we, we, this is why we bring in you guys to get the, the absolute deep analysis and figure out well, who should we favor? What should we bet on when it comes to the Women's World Cup? But also figuring out like unlikely stories, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. and we were talking a little bit beforehand about just the sort of uh, the, the, the cool part or the, the added extra variable of a knockout tournament that there's additional risk and player teams play different or nations play different. So there's a cool way to break this whole thing down. Well, as Jordan always likes to say, we've got your number. Yeah. Okay. So, there we uh, go. I mean, we like to look at why unlikely things happen, and ex- and go kind of. So then, why did my dad leave and not come back? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Wow. That's that. What stats that, you got on that, that dude? That, that I mean, you know how they usually say it's not about the kids. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, the guy gets it. This is how yeah. good he is, guys. I was gonna say that requires a different kind of regression <laughs> right. analysis. Alexis you know? didn't yeah. even bring this up on his first day of therapy. That was very intense. It was a lot for Peter. It was a lot for both of them. Can we both felt like bad dads all of a sudden. Can we can we do a live call? Find, find out. Oh, no. oh, he'll probably tell you. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So uh, when it comes to the Women's World Cup, uh, the, the, the things that you <laughs> oh, I can think of is now. So is your mom. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. So like I said, first and last. First yeah. And last. Yeah, yeah. So obviously the uh, the U.S. Women's National Team uh, are the favorites. Obviously, you you see how I'm dressed. I'm I'm quite excited about supporting the Women's National Team. We we were doing a bunch of watch parties and watching all these games uh, for the 2019. Team World Cup, the 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 women also won in, in 2015, so they're clearly the heavy fa- favorites. This but, could be a three P, right? Can it actually happen? Do you do you think we can have a, a three P in a in a women's World Cup? Sure. I mean, I think. All right, episode over. There is a lot of fun. I mean, of course, there can be. They're right? the highest. The they're the is, best team in the world at their best, at least, right? The question is, will there be? Now, what's interesting is they're actually a bigger favorite this time than four years ago, which I don't think matches the narrative you're hearing about turnover and, and where this team is in their cycle, right? So I kind of want to throw that back to you guys. Is this a vintage U.S. team? Should they be the the number one favorite to win um, the World Cup, which is what the books have them at? Yeah, I mean, are you feeling it? I mean, between the injuries, uh, what is it? Is there is there one one center back on the team? Is 
Between the injuries, you got to play them both at the, the same positions, time. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Maybe. It's very scary. No, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they might, they might be experimenting with new rules with right, this right. roster, right? Not but during between, the World Cup, Blacko. Between the coach, the injuries, the... The differences in the roster, retirements. I mean, are you are you feeling? I'll it? let you take this first. Yeah, I mean, look, the, my my main concern. I've said this a bunch of times on our show. Uh, I think uh, from an attacking perspective, the U.S. has uh, the best roster as far as attacking talent in the in the women's world cup uh when it comes to defense that's when i get i start to get a little worried becky sauerbrunn uh, uh was injured uh only bringing two uh proper center backs that play for their clubs uh, uh at center back regularly that's a, a bit of a concern the 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 depth right so i think in the group stage i'm not too worried but when it comes to the knockout rounds when it's uh you know fatigue starts to set in maybe there's an injury to a player, to, to one of the center backs. Who I'm not as worried about that. For me, I think the scenario is that we're almost too deep. We're too talented. You know, like me, I'm too beautiful. You know? <laughs> right, right. That's the real problem. That's what we yeah, were all thinking. Yeah, you know? that's, that's I'm just the, here yeah. to... You guys are talking about unlikely yeah. results. I'm talking yeah. about what people are really thinking. Yeah. I think the problem is... is that well, that wasn't unlikely. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I think we're almost too deep. So it's difficult. It's almost like... You know, being uh, the NBA team that has the first pick in a yeah, draft. Yeah, but we've had that before, right? We've had uh, the biggest competition has been who's going to start for the U.S. national team for multiple cycles now, right? Yeah, but so, the difference is that now other nations have gotten better. See, that's the thing. So that's they the know thing. who's starting because they're like, well, this is the best left back we have. Yeah. Uh, this is the best striker we have. So you got to play well. We, meanwhile, have a couple of different ways we could piece this together. Right. So it's almost a bit more. There was a term. Was it a decision fatigue or option fatigue? Yeah, decision fatigue. Paralysis yeah. by analysis? Yes. Yeah. Something like that. What I was going to say next. Uh, that, that sort of, it feels like that is kind of seeping in because the conversations you have with fans of the team are like, no, Crystal Dunn needs to start here. Well, if you do that, then you need to right. move this piece right. here and there. No, no, but here, I, Ashley, Ashley Sanchez should start. Uh, Trinity Rodman should start. Right. But I mean, the, there's so many but options. But the big picture statistically and what you're saying is, is that all those decisions matter now. Who's going to start? Who yes. comes in? You get fatigued after 60 minutes. All these things matter because now there's half a dozen plausible teams that could win, right? Yes. The U.S. is more first among equals, still the best, highest-ranked team in the world, but it wouldn't shock anybody if Spain or the Netherlands or somebody else knocked the U.S. off. What I think is interesting is that analytically was true also in 2019, but that team was so widely seen as an extension of the dominance of 2015. Right. Right. Nobody was surprised when the U.S. won. Nobody would, I mean, would be disappointed. Now, because of the back-to-back, -back, I think people are setting themselves up for extreme disappointment. It's like the U.S. is supposed to be, in the minds of so many fans, like overwhelming, dominant favorites. They weren't before. They're even yeah. less so now. So it's right. going to be a tight group at the top. And now countries like England and Spain, uh, Germany, they're like they're just tired of the U.S. winning all yeah, the time. That's there's, the thing. there's a there's, lot of motivation. There's a lot right? of reasons. They're all know. rooting for yeah. anyone but the U.S. They're <laughs> not even rooting for themselves. Right. It's rooting for the U.S. to lose. Yeah. And it's it's like a. I mean, the U.S. team's place isn't compared to these teams. It's like historical, right? Right. The U.S. team is a dynasty that's maybe aging out of dominance, right. right? And at that point, all the other teams are sharks. They're not in awe. This isn't the 27 Yankees anymore where they're just watching Carly Lloyd score a goal every right? right. Like, they're there to be taken. That's what these other teams are thinking. Well, and also, how do we take the 2020 Olympics as a proxy for what we're going to see here, too, yeah, right? Yeah. That's the most recent 
major international competition we've seen is what, what does that tell you about what to expect? Well, the first thing is the, 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 the roster is a lot younger than that, than that Olympic roster. And, and, and also the Olympics, um, just the, the match days are like, you know, you might have like one day off between, uh, between games. Like it takes, and the, and the, the amount of players that you can call up is a, a smaller amount. So this, it's really difficult to just have the energy to just finish the tournament, especially if you have some older players with, uh, that are fatigued. And, and I, and I want to, you said the roster's a lot younger. It's very different. We've seen in soccer though, when you have this changing of the guard and you still got Alex Morgan, is she going to start? Is she not going to start? Megan Rapinoe's there. They brought Julie Ertz back in. So there's these vestiges of this other era around, but then there's this whole slew of new, younger, more talented at this point in their career players that doesn't always mesh super well. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you worry at all about not even necessarily chemistry issues, but identity issues, especially I think we need to get into with the coaching on this team? I mean, uh, the coaching we can talk about, but as far as the how the team blends, I still think that... We the U.S. isn't necessarily like Spain, for example, is very much a tiki taka style, which is like I, I'm going to pass, I'm going to stand here, I'm going to stand there. The U.S. still depends on sort of exceptional individual talent. So really, I don't think it's really much of an issue as to whether they're blend. A lot of these players have played together. A lot of the, some of these players play together on on club teams. So I feel like it's very simple. Like if you are a Trinity Robin, for example, for example, Dennis Robin's daughter. She's going to come in, potentially start somewhere forward. So which one is it more? Is it that the U.S. is such a powerhouse at developing athletic talent that you just put all those great players on the field and they'll be great? Or is it they, they bring them along together and they play no, earlier? No, because I, I would argue, together. look. I, it, I would say it's probably 75-25, the first part that we, we have I would, exceptional talent. I would say, look, there's a, there's a strong history of uh, the, the veteran leadership bringing in younger players. I mean, you if you talk to the current... You talk to Alex Morgan, she'll talk about, uh, you know, Abby Wambach. Wambach. She'll talk about Julie Foudy. She'll talk about uh, Megan Rapino mentioned those players. There's a, a real passing of the torch that uh, we saw at, at the ESPYs and, um, you know, and, and talking about what it means to be on the U.S. Women's National Team. It's not simply playing, uh, you know, in World Cups. It is also, you know, fighting for equal pay, fight, fighting for equal treatment. Uh, you know, they've done documentaries about this. There's a, there is a, that's what I think. Right now, I think the U.S. Women's, women's National Team, the vibes are just through the roof. I mean, look at Trinity Robbins' TikTok. It, she's dancing. She's getting the other players involved. She's, in, been out, she's in video. She's in rap video. She's, she's killing uh, it. <laughs> well, I mean, think of the cultural moment. The cultural moment where the movement for equal pay exploded, exploded into different uh, corporate realms, into public consciousness, was when... The old president of FIFA was standing there at the ticker tape parade, and the crowd burst into chants of "Equal Pay USA." Right, right, right. That changed the entire leadership of world soccer. Yeah. I have this, I have this foreboding feeling that, basically, through no fault of the players, these players could play basically just as well as that team did, because that team won a whole series of close matches. And the Olympics, the margins of the winning games in the Olympics were even closer. Right? They could play just as well, not win and be regarded as this gigantic disappointment because that team was so special 100%. for so many reasons. I have a terrible feeling. I got a hot take. I feel like this team is so individually talented but has such great veteran leadership that they can play just as well without a coach. <laughs> I mean, Alex, that's very, very hot. It's a, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's super hot. Stay burning stay. through the floor. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a molten it, take. Yeah. It's ruining the foundation of the building yeah, yeah. that we're in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you get someone just to pick up the flags and put them in a basket. That's all you need. A couple cones out. You know, <laughs> real, training. Cones, yeah. real quick, any drama getting out of the group? 
No, no, I don't see any. I mean, obviously, we can take a quick look at the group uh, here. Obviously, uh, Netherlands could pose a problem, but I don't see Portugal and Vietnam are in their first ever uh, Women's World Cup. So under no circumstances should we be losing. The only fear I have is Netherlands beats the, those teams with a higher goal differential. I, I, and then they usurp us for the top of the group. We got to keep Vietnam in mind because I, I would like to think about which team is going to score the fewest points in the entire tournament. I'm not sure if you or a goal. If they do, it will be, they'll get a parade. <laughs> you would imagine. Vietnamese will be like, did we win this? <laughs> <laughs> you, you would imagine against Portugal, it's uh, it's not impossible. Look, they qualified for the World Cup. It's, yes. uh, you know, we, we have seen uh, teams in the past, uh, you know, Thailand, for example, if just like, the level is just they scored one. Yeah, they yeah. got it. The level is just so so high. Uh, but when it comes to you know, and we'll we'll talk about uh, you know as far yeah. as some some of the bets that we could possibly make. But Viet that, that Vietnam not scoring a goal could be a good uh, you know an interesting factor uh, in this world. A little Cup. bit of a cooler take, no coach, but still. Yeah, <laughs> I think Vietnam could do just as well with no coach. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's how badly they're going to You know what? That's a more reasonable thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more of the Cooligans uh, and Underdogs a special here on the DraftKings Network. We are back with the Underdogs Cooligans crossover World Cup extravaganza. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jordan Brenner from the Underdogs. We're super psyched to be joined by the Cooligans. Christian Polanco, Alexis Guerrero. Let's guys. go. We, look, we talked about Team USA. Now... We, in our little corner of the, the sporting universe, we like to talk about long shots, underdogs, teams to make unexpected runs in various sports. So, guys, I want to go group by group, and let's talk about a team that maybe isn't favored to get out of the group who might make some noise. So, starting with Group A, you, know, you can see here New Zealand, Norway, Philippines, Switzerland. Peter, you got your eye on anybody right now, Oswise? Yeah, I, I, I don't think anyone knows enough to call the difference between Switzerland and New Zealand definitively, but... The market has been the market has been favoring <laughs> <laughs> the market has been favoring New Zealand because of course Australia and New Zealand are hosting the World of Cup. Of course, yeah, they're home. Uh, the, mm -hmm. our, our best estimate of the home field or home pitch advantage in soccer in the World Cup is 0.15 goals a game, and it's been declining over time. Um, that's not enough to account for the difference here. So I'd say Switzerland out of group a so, so it's just got, it's got to be even worse for the philippines who are kind of near their home yes who are associated with the district yeah <laughs> but are but are outside the school right. so you are getting slightly better odds um on new zealand they're at minus 120 to get out of the group switzerland minus 150 but it's not material so yeah i think i think take if you have a strong take on one of those two teams i think taking a shot on them with a bet is not bad yeah this is this feels like a a uh, a group where we can get I, upset is not necessarily the word, but it's a favorable group to be in uh, where your odds are, I think, are, are pretty good. Um, yeah. They, well, wait, who do you think beats up on who here? The favorite has to be Norway. Favorite has to be Norway. Yes. Um, New Zealand I have have. Always, I mean, I you they're know, home, but they're, they're not home, great. but they're not a great team. I mean, they just like uh, especially compared to Australia. Australia is like a, a solid squad. And yeah, they're around. a powerhouse. Yeah. New Zealand happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Glad you came. Um, As opposed to happy to be here, yeah, which yeah. is what was what their favorite. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, interestingly, so Philippines obviously th their first World Cup. There's uh, a, a lot of Americans on the squad. A lot of American college players. Yeah, uh, and interestingly. They have an interesting story too, where they 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 haven't gotten um, uh, fans in the Philippines may not be able to watch 
the World Cup because they uh, a lo- no local broadcaster has bought the rights for the Women's World Cup yet, and we're just a, a couple days away. Uh, so it, it's a, a, a disappointing and uh, all too common kind of a thing that we're seeing uh, in, in women's soccer. Um, but for, I don't know. Look, Philippines is going to get beat up on as yeah, far yeah, as yeah. in this group. We know, we know that, but uh, New Zealand and Norway feel like the two that most likely will... Uh, uh, get through Switzerland also not a bad not a terrible not team. a terrible team but but I could see New Zealand really taking it to the Philippines and maybe squeaking one out against Switzerland right and finding a way to finish second in this group all right group B really interesting group yeah Canada Australia Ireland Nigeria what's interesting here is um Australia actually has um shorter odds to to get out of the group at minus 1100 that means for you new to this beautiful thing that is betting you have to Bet eleven hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars. Uh, Canada's minus five hundred. Bet five hundred. Bet one hundred. Bet five hundred to win one hundred. And then you've got the longer shots: Republic of Ireland plus three fifty and Nigeria plus five fifty. Um, first things first. Either of those two underdogs have a chance to unseat one of the two favorites. Yeah, I could see Ireland making some noise. I could. Ire- I, I mean, I, also Nigeria. I mean, Nigeria is incredible, but I think Ireland. There's something about Ireland after having watched them play against the U.S. and the two friendlies. Uh, you know, they've got uh, D- uh, Denise O'Sullivan. I'm hoping, I hope it's Denise mm-hmm. uh, from North Carolina Courage. Uh, there's there's a couple gamers uh, on the Ireland squad. Uh, what's it? Sinead. O- Sinead Farley. Sinead Farley. Back uh, after what? Eight years? Yeah. 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 Eight uh, years. And, and nice little nice little break. Took yeah. a lap. <laughs> Took a lap. But but looks um, look confident in even playing against the U.S., which obviously is the, in a friendly one of the best teams you're ever going to face. The least friendly face. friendly in <laughs> women's soccer. Uh, but but she looked really comfortable and looked like she'll have uh, some sense of uh, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily a leadership role uh, for the for the Irish team, but the, the, to see that confidence. Confidence was, was was great while, when she was playing. Yeah. But Nigeria uh, has a, a Gotham uh, FC player, Ifioma uh, Anumanu, uh, who's an incredibly great striker. The Nigerian team uh, d- does struggle from time to time. Obviously, they give up goals here and there. Um, but I, that the Nigerian team is like the, kind of the one I'm... That's the vibe. Vibe. I'm rooting for a little bit. Uh, so I, I think it, it, I, they could they could cause a little bit of a surprise. Look, so often you see two great teams and two also rans. You can kind of peg in a group, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's supposed to be what this group is like. But the third place, the third ranked team, Ireland. When you see big upsets in global soccer, it's usually because of mucked up defense. It's not because one striker out of nowhere scores unexpectedly. Right. Because if you're a Mediocre team with one good player, a great team can key on that guy right. or Kyle really easily, right? But if you obstruct, if you get a lot of clearances, tackles, interceptions, that's what we see in teams that pull big upsets. When you watch Ireland, you know, it's not like they have five players back. It looks like they have seven players back, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. because of how they play, right? And, and, and their, their goalie's great, too, uh, uh, Courtney Brosnan, right? Six clean sheets in the past year. So their defense gives them a chance to hold another team no goals, which is how you pull upsets in these kinds That's of games. We got, we got six groups to go, guys. So let's uh, run through okay, these yeah, a little yeah, quicker yeah, yeah. before our, we get a joint tackle by our two producers, <laughs> yeah. who I think would love to beat up on us. So Group C, real this quick. This one's going to be pretty easy, actually. Spain, is it though? Spain, Spain, Spain and Japan, Japan, Costa Rica, and Zambia, because the yeah. numbers tell us something different, Peter. Really? In Group in Group C, Jordan? No, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think the. the Leaves pretty cleanly into to winners. In terms and, of oh, in terms of getting out of the group. Sorry, yeah, I was thinking about winning yeah. the group because we got, we have a take on that a little bit later. I don't think Costa Rica or Zambia is getting out of this group. I think we can no. we can move on pretty safely. 
right? Yeah, I mean, I mean look, Spain and Japan in one group. Right, right. I mean, we, we recently saw uh, Spain play against the U.S. and win, and they, they look great. But Spain is also going through uh, a lot of their own issues with their own federation. So I, I think those uh, issues are kind of a factor in how the uh, affecting team chemistry. That's why I'm also worried of, about France a little bit. The only, had, the only way Spain doesn't win this group is if they don't show up. I, I, <laughs> that's I, honestly I mean, it. I'm just saying maybe they can finish second in the group. Nah, but, but look, usually I, that's I, a I joke, think, though. But they might. They I think there's some value up. on yeah. on Japan a plus four fifty to win the group. I that would be odds. that would um, those are yeah. great odds, yeah. and I could see that potentially happening. But look, Zambia, Copper Queens, dope that you made your first World Cup. But I think this group is is where you end uh, your run. Costa Rica, same thing. This group is where you're done. I think it's Spain, Japan, easy. All right, let's jump to Group D: England, Denmark, China, Haiti. Very interesting things. Yeah, there. very. But by the ratings, they just flipped in the middle, and they're very close. The ratings say Denmark and China are. Very close together, but you have to wonder, is that actually true? Is it a function of China has played, or is it really true? Or are the ratings overrating well-known European teams and underrating Asian teams? Wow, how, we're how, analyzing the ratings of the well, ratings, and, dude. Right, right, right. Like, like, how do you assess that? Who's the second best team in this group? Just to put great. a fine point on it, yeah. China is plus 200 to get out of the group. Denmark's minus 300. So there's a big disparity in betting lines between two teams that we think might be very equal. You know what? Maybe I just don't know enough about the Chinese team, but it seems to me like England, very clearly the top dog here. Yeah, you would have to, uh, I mean, uh, they have to uh, clearly win the group. They're just such a strong uh, team, even with... Uh, it's a uh, full-blown catastrophe <laughs> if England doesn't top After this winning the right. Euros, uh, they, uh, you know, I think they, they think they can win the whole thing. Sure, so, but uh, who else survives but, the group? Yeah, the, the, the Denmark-China question. Or, uh, Denmark. I'm gonna go Denmark. You're not taking. You're not buying the fact that you can get much better odds on China. No, I mean, only because it's the inverse of the England flag. So I'll take Denmark. <laughs> Peter, I feel like we're we're feeling China on the analytics. No, yeah, I feel right? like China can uh, definitely. I don't even know if it's necessarily an upset. China has uh, has historically been a very good team in the Women's World Cup. Yeah, they played well against the U.S. in the last in the previous. Not the last World Cup, the one previous. Right. So I could see that potentially happening, but I feel I'm going to give it to Denmark. All right. So we're head to head on this one. Do you agree, Peter? Yeah. I think, China? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that. Sorry, Haiti. Congrats. Sorry. A, lot of the betting, a lot of the betting lines reflect Americans and Western Europeans throwing money at teams That's they right. know. Yeah. That's right. All right. We're going to skip Group E. We already talked about the U.S., Netherlands, Portugal, and Vietnam. So let's go to Group F. Two, two, not much to say here. You might say yeah. there's two more teams that are at yeah. the top and two below. We'll stratify. With this group, maybe. France and Brazil, and then you got Jamaica and Panama. Either of those teams capable of making any noise, other no. than a thud? No, no I mean, yeah. I mean, look, it, it's it's a sad uh, scenario, especially even with, with Jamaica, where they they had to like raise money to yeah. get the players there and stuff like that. So it, you, you you just clearly see the the where the resources yeah, the are. The federation some, is standing in their way of success. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be. But look, Brazil has is stacked, and France is one of the best teams in the world. So. Over yeah. the long haul, it helps the teams like this qualify for the World Cup and expand. Yes. Because over the long haul, resources will pour in, but in the short term. Politics is killing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, look. Which, uh, by the way, even the Jamaican men's team struggles to get resources. So it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a real it's a real issue. Yeah. Uh, Jumping ahead to Group G, you got Sweden is the overwhelming favorite to get out of the group at minus five thousand. But in the middle, you got Italy checking in at minus three fifty. Argentina, you can bet on at plus three hundred to get out of the group, and then South Africa coming in with the longest odds at plus twelve hundred. Uh, again, we're, it seemed to be looking at the difference between the two and three seeds, right, in that group. Where do you see Italy versus Argentina getting out of there? That's tough. This is a really tough one. This is not one. easy. Italy versus people who tell everyone they're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> this is really difficult. Um, 
<laughs> this this feels like one of those uh, ones that are just so unpredictable. It's a coin toss. Uh, Argentina, this is this is their first World Cup, I think, or no? Argentina? I don't know. Maybe, I know 14 I could, nations are making their first I World could, Cup. I don't know if Argentina is one of them. Okay, but th this is uh, a, a, a team, uh, Argentina, like not very historically well supported uh, in, in the country. Women's sports. Women's sports. I mean, look, it, that's a whole other special that we can do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, this just in, it's Argentina's third World third, Cup. Third, okay. 2003, really 2007, they did have a staring 11 nothing loss to Germany in their opening game. Yeah, yeah they've had a tough time. <laughs> there's, a, there's a, we don't talk about it in detail now, but there's a, I think you were alluding to this, a huge gender split in soccer support yes. in Argentina and some other countries. A but lot of countries. It's not, you can't yeah. look at Argentina and say the men's program is it doesn't here and correlate, correlate no. at all. No. Yeah, I no. mean, in, th in this scenario, I could see, I could see Sweden and South Africa maybe uh, getting out of the group. I don't Sweden for sure. Yeah, top of the group. Yes, and then it, uh, to me, it's a coin toss. I are love you, for South are, Africa. Are you a bigger underdogs fan than we are? Are you just rooting for <laughs> rooting for you know underdog countries I, to make it? Yeah, in this in this scenario, I just feel like look, I, every World Cup, men's or women's, you're always there's always like a, a, I think a highlight of like what African team can can get out of uh, of their group, and 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 it's always just like very inspiring. So I'm gonna be supporting South Africa in this one, uh, but it, it, given that Argentina and Italy not historically dominant by any means, I think they're I don't think they're guaranteed to go through. And I want to get back. South Africa a little later, uh, T, is when we talk about sort of the uh, potential last place teams in their group, because I'm, I'm, I am curious about which of the potential last place teams you think has the best chance You're to make it to the, the knockout round. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Group yeah. H, to me, this is the most interesting scenario with, again, who's going to get the second spot. We assume Germany's going to advance. Germany, they're, yeah. You going minus, all the way with Morocco? They're Since minus oh, they're oh, on the South, South Africa. South Korea. South Korea, They're minus yes. 5,000 Germany. Then you've got South Korea's minus 105 to get out of the group. Colombia minus 150. And then Morocco is uh, plus 3,500. We just have time to make one pick here, right? Quick, South Korea or Colombia? We'll go with the underrated South Asian South Korea. I mean, I, I, you know, I always say I'm Colombian during World Cups, but South Korea is probably going to go through. <laughs> here we go. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. All right, we're back here with the Cooligan Slash Underdogs uh, Women's World Cup special. Absolutely incredible. Uh, so we talked about winners in each of the groups. Let's talk about... The, the, you know, people love to bet the other side, you know? Mm -hmm. Remember that guy who shorted the economy? Oh, <laughs> Remember that? Right, Ruined right, everything? Right. <laughs> I mean, this won't, this won't affect no, our No, no, that's what these guys want to do with the World Cup, dude. <laughs> no. no, let's talk just, about... Just the economy of this table, maybe. Yeah, right. yeah. Because I think the most common sense thing for people is like, oh, you're gambling on sports, you're betting on who's going to win. But there's odds for who might lose yeah. the worst. Right. That's what I'm into. <laughs> right. you know? That's what makes it fun. Mayhem. Right. Especially you if know? you find teams that are undervalued as losers, right? Because then you can say someone else actually deserves to be ranked lower than that. And I feel you know, very be a little positive. It sounds like something like your like a like a nice grandma would say about your uh, your significant other. 
Yeah, yeah I, I think they're say, just undervalued about how much of a loser they are. Right. Yeah, no, I yeah. feel very could have done worse in any discussion about losers. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, w- w- when it comes to who is going to finish last in the group, the, there there are odds uh, in DraftKings that you can. Uh, this is something that you can bet on, and this is kind of a, yeah, an, an unorthodox kind of approach to uh, uh, betting on sports. But I think it can be a, a lot of fun. So we should right because you can't pick the easy one, right? Like as an example, Philippines in Group A, mm-hmm. right. they have terrible odds, right? Because yeah. they probably they go probably, and finish last. They're going to finish. <laughs> they're they're going to finish last. They're minus thirty five hundred. If you want to, if you want to bet thirty five hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars, go for it. Go yeah. for it. Yeah. In this that, way, <laughs> go for that it. That twists the mind. To bet yeah, thirty five hundred dollars on a team that's most likely finish last to finish last. Think about that. That's you're not even fun. A, <laughs> you're going to take a wild bet, thirty five hundred, and they're going to hand you back thirty six hundred for yeah. being right. That what doesn't you, make any yeah. sense. What are you going to do with that hundred bucks? Yeah. But I here's hope something fun- to help the Philippines. I thought you were honestly asking. You know what I would do with those hundred bucks? I'd go make a bet in Group B because that's a fun yeah. little mix there, right? Uh, so, okay. you've, right? You've got Canada and Australia are sort of bigger favorites to get out of the group, but you've got Ireland at plus one twenty to finish last, Nigeria at minus one forty. So do you? Have a, uh, do you? So for people who don't know, if you bet hundred on Ireland, you win. Uh, you take home two hundred and twenty. One, uh, yes, yes, make a $120 profit. Let's and get, for Nigeria, let's get that straight at least yeah. on the show. For Nigeria, <laughs> you have to bet $140 to take home $240 if they if you win. Yeah, you, you make a hundred, you get they give you you win a hundred dollars if you bet 140. plus the original bet back, right? Yeah, yeah. okay. But, like, how did I confuse you by <laughs> doing the simplest? So, task my question me? is, <laughs> it's hard to bet to lose on yeah. purpose. It's close enough, I, you know, to me, we just talk about how much we liked Ireland. Does it, does it make sense to lay a little money on Nigeria to finish last in the group? Uh, this feels like one of them, one of those where you just you, you do both, right? I don't know. Like no, we're three segments in. No, no, you're already hedging no. bets, Grandma. <laughs> on the loser. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Here's the. This answer. isn't. This <laughs> isn't Plinko or Bingo. Yeah, exactly. G. Yeah. Sixty-four you, N. When no, you play no, roulette, no. do you play both red and black? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Never yeah. lose, baby. No, no, no. Here's the. How answer. much did you win? Nothing, but I had a good time. <laughs> okay. Uh, after know, all I night, did, I did, I did, I, we enjoyed the vacation. <laughs> yeah. All night screaming for double zero. Yeah. The, um, here's the answer. You don't oh. do. You don't do either. You go to group Z, uh, C. Okay. I almost said Z, and you'll see why in a minute. <laughs> because there is value there. Zambia. Okay, if you if you average up the FIFA ratings, like which are like Elo ratings, which are like between thousand and two thousand, to rate these teams. If you average the top three in each group and compare them to the fourth, like how far behind is the fourth place team? Zambia is an average of more than five hundred and forty ratings points beyond the other three teams in the group. That's the biggest gap. Okay, right. now look, I like to name the Copper Queens. I root for developing countries where it's a, Zambia has an interesting player development program where basically cool. those players are in their military. They're kind of semi-pros. They either play for the Air Force or the Army. There's a lot to like about it. Barbara Banda. They're a great striker. But even right. more than that, the, the crazy thing is the, is the betting split. There's, there's been this crazy yes. recency bias in favor of Zambia. So you're getting better odds um, betting them finishing last than Costa Rica. Right. And we know why. Because Zambia, in the basically the last match before this World Cup starts, beat Germany 3-2 to two in a final. Yeah, yeah. The first and last and only time most people have ever seen Zambia play, they were beating Germany. So money has rushed in to avoid Zambia being <laughs> last in the group. But here's the deal. They have a couple of good strikers, but their defense is terrible. 
And that's not going to serve you well when you're playing. And they also opposition. lost uh, their uh, their starting goalkeeper to an ACL injury. So yeah. that's uh, I think even more reason why you don't want them to finish last. But and, if you're and betting, look, two or three days ago, a giant scandal, potential scandal. I mean, doesn't yeah. Costa Rica allegations kind of suck too, burst though? out about yes. their head coach, who's without judging the case or anything, he's still running the program. Right. That's not the kind of chaos we talk about. You're not helping in, the underdog. Yeah, you're right, not right, going the, in with the right mentality. The counter so is much. the counter is that they don't. Maybe they don't, they don't suck as bad as, as Costa Rica. So the question is, all these things could be true. Do we are we comfortable enough that they're, that Costa Rica is going to beat them that we can bet? Uh, yeah, it's, it's worth putting a hundo on Zambia. Yeah, all I right. mean, look, Costa especially Rica, especially because they're not that good defensively. And yeah. I heard you say it's the teams that are defensive, and I can imagine Costa Rica going to park that bus. Also, if it's, yes. look, it, it's uh, <laughs> it's Spain, Japan, and Costa Rica, Costa Rica is parking the bus. That's exactly it, uh, right. three uh, three countries that have been in World Cups in the past. It's like when it's the new. Country, Country there, you're gonna you're gonna have to assume you're probably gonna have uh, the rookie is gonna have a tougher uh, uh, tougher time. And Costa Rica has a, a, a decent squad. They have uh, Rocky Rodriguez. Uh, uh, is she still at the Thorns? I, I think she might still be. Uh, but the so it, it feels like just like uh, Peter mentioned, this feels like a, a good bet if you if you want. So uh, do you mind if I just go get my phone real quick and lock it in? <laughs> get it in. Plus two fifty. By the way, it's break. not the first time I've told you this. I can't believe the bet isn't already locked in on your phone for both of us. Um, this is very as disappointing. Usual, I don't listen to you, but I, <laughs> and as uh, usual, my proxy again. better doesn't put my money down. There we yeah. Go. Okay. Well, I guess it's interesting. You guys share an account. Yeah. And, and you share finances only lovely. virtually. Yeah. <laughs> well, Christian will put a hundred dollars that they will finish last and hundred dollars that they won't. Finish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just here to have a good time. <laughs> I just like to see numbers. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, there's a couple other. Uh, any other of, of the groups that that could cause a, uh, any kind of surprise or any any other exciting uh, bets possible. I mean, Group I... F has a little bit of, of betting drama if you, if you wanted to look at it that way. Just uh, Jamaica's plus 275, Panama minus 450. So the thought is Panama is going to finish last. Is there any case to be made for them surpassing Jamaica and getting some plus money from, from Jamaica to finish last? That'd be interesting. I could, see, I could see either of those teams finishing last. I, yes. Uh, I, I mean, it would be such a shock if, if Panama finished above Jamaica. I mean, yes. and, and it would be such, I mean, it'd be also devastating for Jamaica, who's like World Cup after World Cup trying to just like show some progress uh, uh, in, in the program and improve. Um, so this. Yeah. I mean, it feels like fairly accurate that Panama will, will probably finish last. Why are you feeling so bad about this? We're betting to find I, out it, who does, loses. Is it the tone no, of my voice you know a little bit? Because, <laughs> yeah, because, no, I think, I think because some of us don't like to put all our money against nations who you're kind of pulling right, for. Right. I mean, this game means a lot. This game, this group means all, even if they don't It's advance, about money. I'll means bet a lot the to Knicks. Jamaica, you know? <laughs> I mean, is that the thing about no everything's happened in the country None. of Jamaica? I don't want to be sitting there like, lose, lose more, lose now. Yeah. Have another, you know, have another lightning strike. Like, I feel like I'm rooting, you know, but, it's, I mean, it's hard to do just sometimes. The, the, it's not that hard. The nature, <laughs> I think what makes what makes this uh, a, a little bit more fun and exciting is when, yeah, when you do have some some skin in the game. Absolutely. Uh, to, and then, and to to get a, a, a you, you wanting a team uh, to lose. Yeah, imagine yourself at the bar going like, come on, Zambia. Everyone's like, yeah, this guy. <laughs> Imagine being like, no, yeah. score against Zambia yes. more. And you're like, yeah. what is, yeah. destroy them. Yeah. What did yeah. Zambia do to this dude? 
Yeah. <laughs> May more destruction rain down on the yeah. Vietnam. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. This guy won't forget the war, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, geez, if we're not. It's not the Nixon administration yeah. anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, 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 Please, Peter. No, no, I was just going to ask you which team is the most likely that you feel to absolutely finish by. Like, in the whole what, in the like, whole thing. Uh, in other words, so... Who's so, the most likely to bottom out Because I think several completely. teams will be on zero points, so then you got to go to goal, goal differential, differential for right. the absolute worst team in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. And we also we already just said Vietnam might have trouble I think scoring it's be at Vietnam. all. Yeah, Vietnam. Well, given the group that they're in, yeah, uh, and they're playing against the U.S. Vietnam. and the U.S. obviously the the U.S. will uh, not uh, let up. I mean, we no. might have a little bit of a, a, a repeat of uh, what happened in uh, to Thailand in 2019. Um, I you know let's get it out of the way now. Look, everybody, don't let's not do this again. Let's not complain about no, the hey, goals. Good engagement. Complain all you want, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Get out there. Tip I was kind happy. of feeling the same way about Morocco though, because Germany. I mean, Germany. Beat up and didn't relent on on who on Bulgaria on Israel on Turkey. I think they outscored those countries thirty nothing in four matches. Jeez. I mean, there could be a real beat down yeah. coming against Morocco in that group too. So I've got feel. two more quick questions on this though, All because right. as I try to assemble a betting card before the tournament. Um, one Group G we haven't gotten to yet. Argentina at plus two hundred finish last south africa minus 225 is there a value in in taking argentina to finish last yeah there? i, I can see that I, that's yeah. a good uh yeah i think that's what i'm that's what i'm betting on. that's, right. a, that's wow. a fun that's a fun oh, long shot right switched. now he's excited <laughs> about this okay yeah. and then and then I, the I last question you guys just do not like argentina yeah. we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this but maybe not in this show but, there's, in the commercial. but there's something but there's something going on yeah. all right last question of the of these of these 32 teams Man, something to do with your dad <laughs> actually not that far <laughs> not that far <laughs> to be honest with you. Full circle. All right. <laughs> Something to do with Peter's dad? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go for it, go for it, George. So of these 32 teams, um, and then looking at sort of the top half, if, if, you, if there's one, one team's going to crap the bed, one team's going to finish last unexpectedly, who is that team? Ooh, that's a great if you're question. Gonna take we might long, have just said Argentina. If you're no, they're not one of the top half. If you're looking at teams with okay, really long okay, odds and said, right. you know what, I, it is like a team at you know plus one thousand to finish last. I could see a debacle where they finish. Where they finish last, you know. I a, would say I could team. see. Maybe this isn't really answering your question. I don't think, but I could see Spain because of so many problems with the federation. Certain players saying they didn't want to play. Finishing I last could, in their group? Not flat. It's not that bad. They still they still know how to play soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Right? Like there's a, still such a top distinction between the top and bottom yeah, it's half tough. overall. What's right? the toughest group? Just like, you know, you know, could you get like a I don't know, like a Italy or a, or South Korea or a Colombia. I'd love to some, say Australia, but I, mean, I don't see it happening. Those be, I guess. Look, uh, Colombia, I could see finishing uh, last. Uh, that wouldn't be that. Not much of a shock, though. Not, not, that's the. I mean, that's the Cincinnati Reds equivalent of of, uh, of this bet, right? Mm. Yeah. You yeah. know what? They won't forget that. They won't l relent that we call it soccer. So I'll say England. Finishing last. <laughs> Let's go. So England, you, you're getting uh, Let's plus ten thousand right. to finish last. Yeah, I do. Let's do yeah. It. That way we can root for Denmark and China. Let's yeah, all go. Let's, yeah. All, yeah. let's all agree to put five dollars on England to finish last. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. America. <laughs> yeah. America. Let's extend the choking narrative into women's soccer. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. In England. Take that, Charles. Yes. Let's do it. You're done, England. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. All See right. You. See you, Camilla. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more Cooligans Underdogs uh, special, Women's World Cup special, uh, in just a moment, right here on the DraftKings Network. Welcome back to the Underdogs 
Hooligans crossover, the spectacular of the millennium, looking at the <laughs> Women's World Cup. Here we go. It's finally time to talk about who might win this whole thing. We've talked about the U.S. Who else has a shot? Jordan Brenner, my underdogs co-host. Who else has a shot? Well, the next big favorites, England's a plus 350. Yeah, but we just picked them to finish last. Right. Group, so. <laughs> Spain's a plus 450. They were also talked about maybe finishing last. Germany, plus 650. And you got France at plus 1,000. Those are sort of the big five for now. Guys, if it's not the U.S., which of those other ones do you think is, is the odds-on favorite? From, the, from those that you just mentioned? Let's go from that group, too. Semi-favorites, Because then, then yeah. I've got a little game we're going to play after. Because those, those groups, I mean, those teams have narrowed the gap with the U.S. Yes, in the past have. five, ten years, right? Um, I would say oh, England. Next, yeah, it feels it, like England is England, the most prepared yeah, to yeah. beat the U.S. So yeah. can I bet them to both finish last and to win? So they're Why either going to sure. flame out spectacularly <laughs> or win the whole thing. I'm going to tell you a little secret. I don't care what you do with your money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at Underdogs, we say uh, high risk, high reward. That's boom bust. So there you man, go. Yeah. first last is a good good parlay, I think. So what, so what, I mean, what else do you like about them? Um, I just think the, the quality of their domestic league has grown tremendously to the point where it's starting to feel, uh, maybe not wage-wise just yet, but it's starting to feel like it, it's very well competing. Uh, there's very large transfers that are happening. Um, it feels like it's at the point where the, me the median of talent has risen, not just the superstar level. The median of talent has risen, which gives me a lot of confidence that those filler positions that you don't have superstars in are going to be of higher quality. So... Um, a team like England, uh, you know, they do have some injuries. Leah Williamson is, I think, going to be a massive loss. Uh, but I do think that they are more prepared. Yeah, and that's just the main thing. As far as uh, attacking talent uh, in, in the Women's World Cup, uh, they're the closest, in my opinion, to, to the U.S. Um, but this is, this is their opportunity. This is their best chance, I think, to, uh, to win a World Cup. And... I, you know, I, 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 I hope that they get to face uh, uh, the U.S. because that, that, that'll be one of the most entertaining games that, that we have in this tournament. Um, but, yeah, I have to pick them as well. I mean, like, they, they, they're very, very good. Uh, the, the margins between, uh, I think, the, the England and the U.S., I, I still think are, are, are a bit stark. Um, you, I, you would have to favor the U.S. Uh, a lot in, if they faced each other. But, yeah, England... They've genuinely been impressive uh, the last, especially like two years. So, so much of the play leading up to the World Cup has to do with federation or confederation play and the teams you're most familiar with. How seriously do you take the idea that teams that don't play the U.S. a lot have still nevertheless built up like a strong motivation to knock off this number one, the number one team in the world? Does that actually make a difference? Um, I, I don't think so. In fact, I think the more you play the U.S., probably the better. Um, the more you understand, especially if you play in the U.S. and you get a chance to play some, against some of these players in the domestic league, I feel like you kind of begin to understand where they can beat you and maybe play to those, play away from those strengths, uh, from their strengths. I think not competing against them, especially because the U.S. is such a monolith in the sport, it creates such a shock mm. when you do play. And you're like, wow, they're, that's faster than it looks like on TV. Right, right. You know, they're <laughs> stronger than they look. You know, we met uh, Rose Lavelle, who might, may not even play in this World Cup because of health uh, injury reasons, but she's such a tiny person. And when you see her on the pitch, she's like knocking people over <laughs> and like, you can't take the ball away from her. So I feel like you have to meet these people in person. You have to play against them in order to really kind of get a test. So no love for Germany, huh? You know, made it to, you know, the finals. of the. Did they just lose to Zambia? <laughs> we, we said it was a mirage, my friend. We said it was a mirage. Lost to England 2-1 in, in the finals of the Euro. They've long considered a competitive, you know, a competitive challenger to the U.S., 
no love there at all? I mean, some love. Some love. Yeah, I uh, think Lena Oberdorf is, uh, is a, yeah, is a yeah. great player. Uh, uh, Pop, right, is also on Yeah, the, uh, yeah, on that's the right. Um, they have, uh, they, they look good in, in some of these, uh, in a lot of these tournaments, but I think Germany um, often, re- I, I, comparatively to some of the other countries, they, re- they have sometimes just bigger, taller, stronger players, and when it comes to set pieces, they, that's where they get a lot of goals and they can dominate a, a lot of countries. But as soon as they play uh, a, a couple teams that are just that just have gifted uh, uh, you know, players, they they struggle a little bit. And and like again, they, they're they're not getting blown out uh, in matches, so you you would have to think that they they have some real chance of, of winning the whole thing. But given the quality of some of the other teams, even the the ones in Europe. I, I don't see Germany getting uh, uh, too, too you far. You know where that, where that uh, dominance built on physical still shows up is in how they wipe out inferior teams. Again, Germany's a team that beat Bulgaria in the run-up to this World Cup 7-0, 8-0. Israel, 7-0. Turkey, 8-0. You know, in Europe, when you're a physically dominant team, you get to take it out on North Macedonia. Right. You know what I'm saying? It sort of reminds me of the way I take out on you often. <laughs> <laughs> we were all thinking it, dude. <laughs> but... Uh, Look, en- enough of this. Enough of these the heavy favorites, right? Again, we're we're underdogs. We yeah. like to look at the next level. So let's play That's a little it. game. Uncomfortable. England, Germany. What, yeah. are, what are we? You know, why are we even talking about? Yeah. It? <laughs> Let, let's 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 play a little game. Take out the five teams that have plus one thousand odds or, 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 or better. So no U.S., no England, no Spain, no Germany, no France. Of the remaining teams, who's your pick to win the World Cup? Interesting. So my, uh, as, because they won the Olympics. No. Oh, this is, go ahead. <laughs> I think we're going to reach some consensus. Oh, no. Go that, ahead. That's uh, my, uh, I, I think bec- because oh, of that experience. Canada. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, and, and obviously my this. My home and <laughs> so many incredible players um, that play in NWSL that I, that I watch week in and week out. Canada, I think, um, it, it is probably a, 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 a bit too much of an underdog, in my opinion. It's too much. I think that's right. I think the narrative has gone so far against them. They're, they're the number 10 favorite, actually tied with Japan at plus 3,500. 3,500 right? to right. win this World Cup. So, the Olympic champions. So, Peter, right. we always talk about chaos working for underdogs. Well, look, this is a team riven by chaos. Yeah. I mean, they're, when they're, you're on your I mean, podcast, do you talk into your mic? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I was, I was, it's right here. I was, I was told not to move back and forth. So I oh will, my God, we need to bring will, back NPK. I will sit we, had here. A, we had a character in the NPR yeah. version of Peter last yeah, year. I had to sit here and talk in my NPR tone. Yes. Oh, Peter, the, the, you're doing you're great. Come the, on, NPK. As the gentle, do the NPR version. Yeah, the, the gentle dew forms on the <laughs> Bay of Biscayne uh. in Canada. <laughs> I feel relaxed. Young, oh, young, you can also see young women take the pitch to see if they can score for the Maple Leafs. You can see them <laughs> in, in season three of Only Murders in the Building as yeah. well. I, um, I feel like you guys are, yes, Canada's great. We're forgetting a huge issue with Canada. They are currently uh, bankrupt as a federation. Yeah. Uh, the players are arguing about not getting enough pay. They're not even going to be able to play friendlies on the, on the lead-up to this World Cup. Okay, There's but, so but many from things. the comfort of my microphone, let me ask you a question. Yes. <laughs> That, like, that's in, a, in a like. regular year, uh-huh. that could make all the difference. But now let's look at the teams in this World Cup. How many of them have financial issues, issues with their coaches, issues with right. their federations? How many of them might not even show up because they, they might slide. not get paid? There's, that's why they slide there's down. There's teams that aren't being paid bonuses. I'm, not, I'm talking about all these yeah. other teams. And add on to that, how many sexual abuse 
and allegations are there. Unfortunately, too many. One is half, too many. Half obviously. this field is yeah. immersed in some kind of chaos right, right. or another. Except, so that means except, if you have chaos, it doesn't hurt you as much as it normally would because no one else is playing at full organized, yeah, you're yeah. immaculate strength. We're forgetting one major thing. Also, you said that the task here is to pick everyone that's greater than minus 1,000, plus right? 1, yep. Plus 1,000. The next one at plus 1,200 is the host nation and a potential mm. superpower right. with <laughs> probably one of the greatest scorers of yeah. all time and a pretty good team defensively. Right. And how many? In how Australia, many? Australia. You, you're going plus 3,500. Are you, are you sick enough yet of reading stories about how a team has to travel back and forth between Perth and wherever? Yes, we get it. We get the narrative. Home. The home field advantage right. has been overplayed. They're I, home and I, they're overvalued because of it. They're home in the world. Plus Cup. You think there's a Australia's, plus 1,200, plus 3,500 difference Australia between Australia and Canada? is not winning this World Cup. Neither is it. Canada. Well, but I know. But I you're mean, getting maybe. Canada at plus 3,500. And I think to Peter's point, look, Canada could fall apart I, I had a point. <laughs> it's rare, I know. I had a point. Canada could fall apart completely, but... Presumably, okay, if they've advanced to the knockout stage, they're doing something right. And if they win another game, they're doing something right. So if they win their group, they're in the right half of the field. What too, I'm saying is that, way. like, yeah. so if you're, you, might as well, if you might as well pick them to win it all if they haven't fallen apart. Does that make any sense? Sure. Uh, I think I'm going to give a little bit more respect to, to Australia, the program that they've built, what Sam Kerr means to the, the players around her, and the fact that it's home. And but also, we, what, know, what, I was just going to say, I mean, we've seen Sam Kerr, you know, obviously play for club teams. Uh, you know, she was with the Red Stars. She's, she's at, at, Chelsea. at Chelsea. And Chelsea, she's on a very strong squad. But Sam Kerr can't do it by herself. We've seen her on teams that, that aren't, uh, uh, that don't have other attacking options. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they, you know, we were at the NWSL final with Red, uh, Red Stars against uh, Courage. And they, and they completely locked Sam Kerr out of the game. And I think that's, Given that everyone knows that she's the best player uh, on on the Australian team, they're gonna focus a lot. I don't think she's not winning a golden boot in, in this tournament. I think it's gonna be a tough time for her. She's obviously gonna get a goal here and there, but as far as winning the whole thing, look, Australia get out of the group, sure. Uh, but I, I think they're gonna. Uh, have, meanwhile, and, and meanwhile, look, how many goals? How many goals? Have, and I'll say have instead of have instead of has. How many goals have Canada given up this year? This calendar year, Ooh. zero. Their defensive strategy. Right, their goalkeepers are amazing. Their, their defensive strategy yeah, is. Sheridan. They're, no, no, Kansas, she's, a she's the backup. Their defensive strategy, according to their own coach, is to try to pitch shutouts. To try to pitch, and right. that's that's what'll get you far in this tournament. I'll add this: I, I'm with you guys on Canada. I think is I think that's a good bet at plus 3,500. I'm also looking at Brazil plus 2,500. Uh, mm. Recent results: draw against England. They beat Germany. They competed against. Lost two to one the U.S. in uh, what was it? In the She Believes Cup. She I believe. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, she's, this is also Marta uh, Legends last World Cup. Right. So uh, you know, if, if we're gonna and if we're gonna play the narrative game it, it, with uh, with with Kerr, we can do the same with with, with Marta. I think. Right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. one and the same. I mean, Marta, by the way, Christine Sinclair is as old as Jordan, and she's still playing. So yeah. She, she is. Get, she and should, is. She yeah, should get. She should get like I'm one almost, one hundredth of the ink of Sam Kerr. I'm, I'm much better in the air though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid to say that this is her last World Cup because you just never know with Christine Sinclair. She just won't go away, but in a positive way because she means so that's much. That's what they say about Jordan. Too. Yeah, yeah. That's also what they say about me, but without that, with 
in a good way. <laughs> you just take that part out. So subscribe to the Cooligans podcast and subscribe to the Underdogs podcast. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you so much for joining us, Peter and Jordan. Uh, you, I mean, look, go, everybody, go get the DraftKings app. Yes. And, and make you know make the picks that, you know, I mean, we got some good guidance, I think. Bro, you got a couple of geniuses here that have explained how gambling works, <laughs> and the underdogs are also here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah and, and I learned I can bet on both sides. So <laughs> there you go. First and last. That's the move. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. You guys have the best. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Cheers.